You are listening to the Tuesday Review on 98.9 Northwest FM. I am Nathan, as always, joined by Callum and James in the studio. How are you going, guys? Not bad. Good, how are you? Good. Uh, we are back. We're back. back in the studio Again. after, what, like two, three Another, weeks? Uh, yeah, two, two week t- lockdown. Two week lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Um, you know, luckily we're all safe yes. here in the studio. Um, it is a little dangerous out there in the wild. Yeah, be careful, everyone. Uh, be careful. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, we sure are to talking- check in. Yeah, make sure to check yeah. in with your QR codes Get tested and wear masks. And do all the right symptoms. things, sanitize do everything. Thing. I think our listeners know. Yeah, we're I think preach- our listeners... We're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're, yeah, we're preaching to the choir. Um, it's a big one tonight. We're talking Loki. Yeah. so The new Marvel TV show. Yeah, I mean, I know we're a bit late, but we couldn't help We couldn't Circumstances help it. being <laughs> yeah. what they are. <laughs> um, and whereas last episode, we talked about the negatives of the MCU, this week we're going to talk about the positives. Um, and sort of to continue on from last week's or last episode, I should say, um, where we reviewed Black Widow and like, cause I was going off my head cause I was so disappointed and we we were, we were, we were all worried. We were like, maybe Kim Feige doesn't know what he's doing kind of thing. And I was just thinking, I'm like. I don't know. I, I probably don't even need to explain this, but we, like we know, Kevin Feige is not the only guy. Oh, like it takes a team. Yeah, and also there's there's people higher up than him. There's all the yeah. the Disney executives who, even though he can, he he might say, okay, this is how the MCU is yeah. going. There's all these guys who have to sign off on that. Like yeah, as yeah. big as a presence as he is yeah. in in Marvel, um, there, there's always a good chance he probably feels like he could be overruled as well. You know, he's not oh, immune definitely. to the yeah. bureaucracy then, of business. Then, yeah, and then in addition to him there's a whole bunch of other producers and and yeah. stuff and creatives and there's and, many and people who could get involved side. and Yeah, who are all up. involved and make. So w- like I was just using him as a shorthand yeah, of course. Which, it's like when we talk about um, Disney and the heads, we're not literally yeah. talking about one guy. One guy, yeah. But, you know, we were talking last episode about how we were worried. This is the first, that was the first time we were worried Disney did, uh, Marvel didn't have a plan. Yeah. And I think Loki showed that they do have a plan. And at least in terms of the multiverse stuff that we're going to be seeing in the next few movies. I hope so. so I know that t- TV shows generally are more collaborative than like a, a single movie. Kevin Feige might have given them a bit more leeway into where they wanted to go with the Loki TV show. I think it's one of those things where as long as it ends at a certain destination, yeah. they can do what they yeah. like. I, yeah. I think that the, the actual test will be the next couple of films. So Yeah, well, that, that's what I was getting at is... Yeah. Like Black Widow pointed at a future of the MCU that they didn't know what they were doing. Black Loki, Widow was also a separate issue because it was in development hell for years, and, and it was, it was probably, a prequel. And it was a prequel. Which I think yeah. a lot of the problems came from it being a prequel. Yeah. Whereas Loki points towards, even though we still have to see the next few films, Loki points towards a future where it's like they kind of they've they know it's, what they're yeah, doing. There's with a this, trend they're going towards with this yeah. multiverse. No, thing. it's yeah. As far as like law, law, like we'll say phase uh, three or four. What are we up to now? Um, uh, phase three, phase three, or yeah. whatever it is. It's like you, you four. we're oh, four, four. I think it's four. Anyway, yeah. we're barreling forward. Yeah, like we know it's going to involve the multiverse. Yeah. We know it's going to involve yeah. the certain bad guy. Spoiler alert for everything's Marvel, by the way, and Loki. I'm sorry in particular. To Isn't it crazy to look at back where it started? Well, that's what we were talking about last episode. How yeah, you, like, you look at Iron Man and so quaint 
And, yeah. and even the first Avengers movie, it's like it's such a different beast than what we're now getting we're, now. Now we're talking about multiverses and wizards yeah. and timelines. And that, that's why last with Black Widow, we were worried. I'm like, what if they? What if, I think this has gotten out of hand. It's gotten yeah. too far away from them. But I think with Loki, it showed that it's an interesting thing, right? Last episode, like with with Black Widow, we were like. It feels like too many cooks. Yeah. The, Loki feels like there was a lot of cooks, but they all were on they the all, same page. Yeah. It was like the prison Synergy. scene in Goodfellas. Everybody's tell, having a good time making the sauce. Yeah, you could tell the cooks were many, but... But they, they, all, they all had the same vision. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I think Marvel needs going forward. Um. Yeah, we, I mean, we already kind of talked about this last uh, episode, but it was just, I was thinking about but it. It's important Loki. to contextualize anyway. Yeah, I was watching Loki and being like, this is kind of the opposite feeling of watching Black Widow. Um, and and I know that they're completely different beasts, but I think that's also something we discussed last yeah. episode where I was like, they don't know what to do with the different beasts because clearly Black Widow wasn't good and Loki was good. And so, and we'll see what happens with Shang Chi and the Eternals and the different the different movies. How they handle the ones that are clearly in the multiverse uh, cosmic. I, I think this is area. interesting. We've talked about this before, but I think it's interesting because yeah. we're getting, even though we're in, we'll say the cosmic phase or the multiverse phase, um, we're getting movies that are sort of in and out. Right, yeah, where yeah. previously yeah. everything was kind of in the same roughly, yeah. roughly in the same region of whatever phase we're in. Yeah, but we're in a weird spot where we're getting like we have it's we'll call it and the multiverse phase. Yeah, or like the we're getting phase. like three point five movies as yeah. well as yeah, phase exactly. Four movies, and we're yeah. getting movies that don't really fit in that sort of agenda. Yeah, and I mean that that's what Black Widow worried me about. But I think that that movie also had a whole heap of other problems, which we won't go over yeah. again. And one and probably the main one being a prequel. Whereas Loki felt like it was moving things forward all the time. Yeah. Loki Definitely. was the most cosmic of the cosmic phase sort of stuff. I so, feel far, well, so, so far. So far. It's, yeah. it's still early yeah, days. Still, yeah, really yeah. nothing's come out except for the three shows and Black Widow. I mean, Black I, Widow wasn't I would, I would say that stuff. Loki pretty much just kick-started phase four in terms uh, of the cosmic things because it established the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. One Division was kind of like the prequel. Yeah, that yeah. Was, like it's like yeah. it's sort of like a little it was hinting, hinting yeah. a little hints, and then yeah, Loki sort of just like yeah, turn the engine on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, one thing I just want to say at the start is I thought Loki would be my least favorite Disney yeah. Plus yeah. Marvel show, and WandaVision would be my favorite, and it ended up being the opposite. Yeah, that's as fair. much as I enjoyed WandaVision, I didn't really like it as much yeah. as I would have liked, and Loki I ended up liking a lot. Yeah, I mean, I had my problems with WandaVision, um, but I think Loki is a very focused, very yeah. coherent, I think, very creative. I think show. that's why that's why it's my favorite is because unlike Falcon and Winter Soldier and unlike WandaVision, Loki was just about the one thing. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was focused. It, it, yeah. it was very focused. It was six episodes. It was like it knew, like this is what it's about. No fat on and it. Look, yeah. and before so we'll go. I'm sure we'll go into it. But um, I was very impressed. This could have easily just been a CG nightmare. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they somehow um there's there is still a lot of CG, but they somehow managed to rate it in with uh, efficient set design and some really cool practical stuff. Yeah. It didn't it could have just overwhelmed us with bad CG, but I, it for the most part Con- it didn't. Yeah, considering there's more spacey stuff. Yeah. And sort of sci-fi stuff in it than the previous two shows. Yeah, it doesn't go full it, yeah, crazy. It, yeah, they did what they could. Yeah, within it, reason. Yeah, I think like with with TV as well. Like, there's a even though they have huge budgets for these shows, it's like there's still a because there's multiple episodes. There's still a restraint to it. Yeah, um, you can't just pile all the resources onto one episode. Yeah. But but also I think you can tell the creative team kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah, they worked really hard. Like yeah, um, like the yeah, like you mentioned. Like we the watched sets. we all watched the um, behind the scenes. Yeah, um, did you end up getting around to it? No, Calum didn't watch yeah. it. I watched it. James watched it. Yes, it. and they go into it. Uh, how about they wanted to build as much as they possibly could? But yeah. I'm sure everybody says that they always. But see, that's but, the, that's <laughs> the thing with movies is how many times have we had yeah. a, a creative team go oh we're using practical effects yeah, yeah. and then you watch the movie and it's just cgi nonsense however mad respect for them doing their best to build that town yeah, yeah. and like that goes a long way you know like to make yeah. it feel real yeah. and like i just i respect the fact that uh, quite a lot of the practical sets they felt good yeah the t- i like the look of the tv yeah that whole retro yeah. futuristic thing the costumes yeah. are really nice on yeah the show. and owen wilson is tight Oh man, he's the best part of the show. He is. <laughs> yeah. And he, it's, he's one of those actors Honestly, who you wouldn't generally think he would do no, a Marvel I, franchise I, property. Actually, like, I want to. I, I know you already said spoilers, but I want to mark it here. Full spoilers for Loki and all the other MCU, but especially Loki if you haven't seen it. The, in, the, in episode four or five, I can't remember, where they're in the Timekeeper's time chamber and they find out the Timekeeper's are fake. And then Loki gets stabbed in the back. I was like, if they, if he's really dead, the people making this show have huge balls. I know. <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad because you've got Sylvie, who is technically Loki. Um, and so the show can still be called Loki. And Mobius, although they killed off Mobius at that point. Yeah. So I guess in my head, I was kind of like, all right, you've lost Loki and Mobius. Yeah. But I was like, I would watch just a Mobius show. And yeah. how good would it be if they continued Loki in the MCU with Richard with E. Grant? Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine that? In the next movies, is like Loki will be placed by, you know, like old timey things like so-and-so will now be played by this actor. Take my money, please. <laughs> like, because that, this is the thing, right? I really like Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I mean, everyone does. But... It was nice to see some alternate No, no, takes. like, like over the course of him being in the MCU, is like he was good, he was bad, then he was good. He was bad, you know, it was kind of like... He flip-flopped, yeah. He flip-flopped, and then eventually he became a sort of anti-hero, and then he sacrificed, quote-unquote, sacrificed himself. Yeah. Or Thanos killed him, um, and he was finally, he finally did a good thing. Yeah. And when so, but he technically, died, has all that been undone for Loki? Cause well, it's this like is a... what I'm getting at, right? When he died in Infinity War, I was like, I like Loki, I like Tom Hiddleston, but I hope he doesn't come back. I'm happy yeah. that they've killed... And I know in comics you can bring anyone back at yeah. any time. And I know with the snap, you know, there was the whole thing of, of course, they're going to bring those people back. But I'm like, I hope Loki is dead. 
so that at least one death has some sort of weight and meaning, and also so they don't keep playing the same card of is he good, is he bad. This yeah, yeah. I get, it gets tiring after a while. I yeah. think this was one of my minor grievances with the show, and it's not a problem with the show itself. It's a problem yeah. with the overall, like we'll say, you know, the, the arc of the Marvel movies, where Loki had all this character development through all yeah. of these films. That's what and I was then, getting at. Yeah, and yeah. so in the new Loki show, or basically we get none he of that to, because it starts at the point that, where he's obviously just a bad guy that, at this that, point. That's what I'm getting at. Is like. So I was kind of happy he died. I was like, I hope they don't bring him back. <coughs> and then in Endgame, you see him with the, the Tesseract and he, you know, it's like, and then they're like, we're doing a Loki show. And that's why I thought it was going to be my least favorite. Because I'm like, oh, this is just going to be a fun kind of adventure, him on wacky adventures through space time. And I was like, fine, I'll, I'll watch it. It'll be good. But, you know, I was kind of like, whatever. But the show instead does something different where, like we said, it's about one thing and it puts it in the context of the TVA and it puts it in the sort of... time variant authority. Yeah, and it puts it in the sort of uh, mystery sort of... There's a mystery that they need to solve. It's like a a detective thing with Mobius and Loki and it's like it it changed it to something that I didn't think it was going to be. Yeah. Um. But like Nathan was saying, the Loki who had all this development and became sort of good is not the Loki we see in the show. Is not the Loki. Oh, the he's Loki, not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Loki we see in the show is the one who tried to take over New York like a yeah. few minutes before that's the events of Loki. Uh, that, that's the so, only issue I have is they made him too good so, at two shoes. But that's the thing is they had to speed run his character development in like one or two episodes. He had like, to be... Yeah. They, they, to, yeah. He had to be a massive prick to Mobius. And the t- but then once he realized he was powerless and then he saw the montage yeah, of and the like MCU that, I think the that screen. was where they were like, quick, like we need to speed yeah. forces. We need to sort of speed so up this character development. Show him to, a montage of all yeah. these important moments. They had, they had to turn evil Loki who was like trying to take over the planet and like pull the guy's eye out a few minutes before <laughs> yeah. and speed run him and get him to the point he's at when he's killed in infinity war in like one episode <laughs> and it, yeah. like they do it fine like it's fine it's i understand you yeah. know like obviously when you the character dies in infinity war it's like well you only have a few options available to you it's yeah. like but like they do it well enough where it's like it's not a huge deal suspension of display fine yeah <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Tom Hiddleston's great, and it's, it's like it's good to see him again. Yeah. So, um, in, in so generally speaking, uh, the plot to Loki is essentially he escapes with the um, tesseract, the tesseract, and then he gets arrested by the TVA. Yeah. Uh, who the, the TVA are essentially a a body whose job it is to enforce the sacred timeline. Yeah, which means that anybody, they control space and time. Yeah, anybody who does any actions which go against fate essentially get arrested by the TVA, have to answer for their crimes. Yeah, and eventually they get killed or sent to this other place, which we'll get to. But for all intents and purposes, they're killed, uh, at least as far as the TVA is concerned. And so Loki gets apprehended. He ends up working with Owen Wilson's character Mobius. Yeah, and uh, the big mystery, at least for the first half of the show is to track use Loki's abilities to track down the Loki who's killing TVA agents. Yeah. And so essentially there's a, there's a variant Loki who yes. who was who escaped from the TVA and has been going around like 
killing agents and stealing time bombs. Yeah. And so after Loki, after they discover who it is, uh, a lady called Sylvie, who is an, a variant of Loki himself. Mm. Also a, a sort of a mixture of the Enchantress as well as like, yeah, they, being they Loki. Took, so she's, yeah, she's in, they smushed two she's characters She's kind of together. inspired from the comic book yeah. version of the Enchantress and like, yeah. female Loki, but she's like a new original character, I guess. Yeah, kind of. I mean, Loki, Loki creates the second version of the Enchantress. In the comic, yeah, yeah. So there's this whole mixture thing they're doing. Yeah, they're it, mixing. Yeah. They're it's mixing a smart, up. it's a smart decision to smush these characters together because it works well. Yeah, yeah. I understand why they did it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and essentially, the second half of the of the show has a, a slightly different plot where him and Sylvie, like Tom Hiddleston's Loki, I should yes. say, Thelma and, and Louise in space. <laughs> yeah, they have to essentially track down the mystery of uh, who controls the TVA, and yeah. then. For, for different reasons. Um, well, Sylvie wants to destroy the TVA. And Loki secretly wants to control it, I yeah. guess. Because like, he's still sort of in the dictator mode yeah. at that point. And so th through their travels, they, they you know discover clues and unravel a, and, a, a plot. Basically. And Loki falls in love with himself. Yeah, which, yeah, which is, is perfect which is narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't think I, were gonna, I was going to like that whole kind of subplot. Yeah. And then someone I was just reading and someone was like, but he's falling in love with himself and he's arrogant. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. it is perfect. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, I mean, like, all the Owen honest, Wilson wells. Honest, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'll, I'll kind weird. I kind of wish that Disney... But it's weird in the perfect way. No, no. I kind of wish Disney was allowed to be a bit more edgy and had a bit more balls and Tom Hiddleston could play both characters <laughs> and they still fall in love and they still two get Two male Lokis instead. Yeah. <laughs> Not just male Lokis, but two Tom Hiddlestons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's like, he really falls in love. That I thought would be amazing. Um, but yeah, even if it was another male uh, Loki, because then, because they confirm he's bisexual... Yeah. Um, and then that would, but Disney probably can't go that far. No, of course. Look, we're going far enough with weird self-love stuff. Going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, let, let, you know, baby steps. <laughs> so, the, the but I guess the, also the interesting thing, thing though is having Sylvie be Sylvie means that she's not just another Loki. Like no. they're different characters, own own set of motivations. Yeah, own she's her own, own, pers person. own personal history. Yeah, slightly different power set. Although they probably technically you could say they, they all have the hint, same power set. Yeah, but they, they different hint, strengths and yeah, weaknesses. exactly. Yeah. They hint that she could do the same things that Loki could. It's just she hasn't really been. Yeah, trained. Yeah. Or... I, I mean, you you look at Richard E. Grant's character. He's got the wild magic powers. Yeah, you, you have like the one with the sword or whatever. Yeah, and you've got the alligator who I'm sure has his own set of powers. <laughs> the most powerful. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the 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 two Lokis have to discover who's behind the TVA, and they get basically they get killed, and then yeah, what hap what happens is they get sent to the void. The void. Yeah. And then that's essentially what happens is... At the end is, of time. Yeah, it's essentially like a graveyard for people who have been pruned and a monster, uh, like a smog monster, fog yeah. kind of monster, comes and eats everything, killing, actually killing them. Yeah. And so the, the trick is to get behind the, the monster, which I can't remember. He's not, Eliath? Eliath, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and behind that is who really controls the TVA. Yeah. Uh, which, which Callum <laughs> yeah, <I don't, laughs> wants to talk about. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Should, should we? Oh, should we leave it a little bit longer? Yeah, yeah we'll get there. Don't worry, we'll get there. Um, yeah. So yeah, essentially, what we thought was going to be this kind of wacky, uh, Tom Hiddleston well, presents this science fiction kind of episode yeah. of the week turns into what was essentially 
a pretty good movie kind was, of yeah, broken it up more into tight, chunks. It, more, it had a more... It had, was still a TV more, show. Yeah, it had, a, go- had a, be- like a more go- like a defined goal. It was very cinematic in its storytelling. Yeah, and it could have been... Like, all the Disney Plus shows could have just been movies, honestly. Apart um, from WandaVision, they would have had to do a bit more restructuring. We remember we talked about WandaVision where it was like the gimmick of the TV show only lasted like three or four yeah. episodes anyway. And after yeah. that, it was like, well, it didn't really amount to much anyway. Yeah. They were only like half an hour episodes, weren't they? WandaVision? The first few, yeah. 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 I think they got longer as they went yeah. along. Yeah, as you can see though, the, the, the structure of this story, it's very focused. So the first half of the season is like... Uncovering the TVA, if you will. I think, and then the second half is the real, yeah. who's like the puppet master I behind guess the strings. Also, what's good about it being a show and what's good about the show is like, it's just almost all world building and character building. Yeah. yeah. Like it, the action is like just kind of there. And Owen like, Wilson's mustache. And it, it yeah. oh yeah, it's glorious. And and the, the end of the show is just ends with like a conversation. Yeah. Like, there's no real yeah. big yeah. battle or anything. And, like, even, though, like, Tom Hiddleston, when he's uh, working with um, Mobius in the TVA, and, like, he'll do things like he has to, like, check reference books. And yeah. he has to, he has to sit... Stuff, he has to sit yeah. at, like, the retro kind of computer terminal. Oh, yeah. and, like, retro and, whole stuff. I love that whole kind of, like... It's the guy in the library is like, shh. Yeah. But it's, like, <laughs> yeah. I love that, as James said before, the design of the TVA. It's the kind of retro, retro 70s office yeah. vibe. And yeah. it's like everyone's like wearing it's clothes like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Got but it's also like the, the like reading the documents, looking at them. It all informs the world. But it's, it's, it's yeah. like it's like world building without without telling. Do you know what I mean? Like you know the show don't tell yeah, kind of yeah. thing. It's all kind of like futuristic, but analog and like yeah. retro, retro futuristic. futuristic. Yeah. yeah. So you have these old fashioned hallways, but then you have the little AI thing that pops up and starts talking. Oh, Miss Minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All the, I I also like. I mean kind of fitting in with like loki's development from a dictator a few minutes before and turning into who we see him in the show is like when he sees the infinity stones and they're just used as yeah. paperweights and he realizes yeah. like his whole my whole life has been a lie yeah, his, yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. his whole glorious purpose it doesn't lie it doesn't mean anything it's like it's like there's different levels of power yeah. right you have like the infinity war but that's meaningless when you're a multiversal yeah. traveler. And and I mean, it's also a good way for Marvel to sort of, in a meta way, say to the audience, we're done with all that's that old stuff. Ha- that's that, old now, yeah. yeah. That, good point. I didn't think yeah. of that. And now it's yeah. like we're changing gears now. It's like yeah, here's so it's a not, whole... It's not just about the world anymore. It's about... Every world in every yeah. every every variation of every world. Yeah. Which brings me to another point, which we may have talked about in Endgame. But we might have talked about it before. I mean, in comic books and stuff, you just assume there's a multiverse. Kind of, yeah. And in the MCU, I just assumed there was a multiverse. It's just no one had accessed it yet or no one had really... I mean, I'm not an, I'm not an expert. Yeah. Um, you know, comic books are so complicated. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, the as far as I'm aware, mul- the multiverse wasn't a huge thing in but, comics until yeah. DC did it with but, their, their crisis uh, yeah. stories. But, uh, I mean, when you're reading a comic book, especially a modern comic book, yeah. It's like you just assume there's a multiverse. Yeah, I mean, especially in these days now when you have the com- the, the Doctor Strange comics, even yeah. the original Doctor Strange comics where they would just travel through yeah. time. There's like that implication that yeah. so if you could even travel through time, it's like um, Nightcrawler from um, Nightcrawler? X-Men. From X-Men, yeah. Yeah, it's like that whole thing, like just time traveling, going different places, doing stuff. There's a kind of, even though, even with time travel, there's like a multiverse element yeah. there, bringing people but, from different timelines. Yeah, 
my, villain's my, head style. My point is, is like, I always just assume the MCU took place in a, uh, a multiverse. multiverse. It's just they hadn't shown it yet. And then yeah. we saw in Endgame that there was branching timelines, but then Captain America went back and he fixed them again. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, what good Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, and then Spider-Man um, Mysterio says he's from another universe. Yeah. And we were like, oh, is that how they're going to introduce... Yeah. things and then that ended up being a lie yeah and then loki shows that like there was actually just one timeline and the tva and whoever's behind the tva was actually keeping things in line for a reason yeah and so when captain america went back and fixed things is that because he was allowed to do that because the tva let he was allowed to do everything he was doing yeah easier for them if yeah they the just event like, it. the avengers were Excuse me. The Avengers were allowed to do what they did because it was approved by the TVA. By the yeah. TVA. Yeah. Um, but then at the end of the show, like when the timeline, you see the timeline start splitting off and it's Uncontrollably, like... Uncontrollably, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, all right, so Loki is showing, I guess, audiences who might not be familiar that... what To showing it physically, yeah. Exactly. Like a physical... Which, again, like I don't think it was necessary because you could just start any movie anytime anywhere and be like there's a multiverse this guy's from another reality and it would be fine like you Keep could even mind, uh, you don't but, even do that do it like they do in the comics and just be like earth 2 yeah, earth 467 exactly. i mean Spider yeah. into the spider-verse did it fine where it's like it was kind of our earth but just slightly different yeah yeah but anyway to, my, to, my, to play devil's advocate though no, no i'm not saying it's a good or bad thing i'm just saying i do think that it's uh, some people who might not read the comics who just like the mcu uh, or even just just a guy who just likes to go to the movies yeah. and doesn't really follow science fiction or fantasy. Yeah, I think it, it, you know. No, no, I'm, I, I'm just I'm not I'm just bringing it up because my point is is like we've finally seen we finally yeah, and they're finally setting up their next big bad, yeah. their next Thanos or big bad yeah, yeah bad which is the, a good point. The elephant in the room, of course, is the minute they showed physically the multiverse hmm. was the minute people on the message board started talking about the X Men. They started talking about Marvel uh, knows this. Was yeah, gonna, they would have started talking about come up. The, but we, the, the relentless rumors continued about the next Spider-Man movie involving yeah. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and then there's been people saying no, but then there's also been winks. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So uh, Tobey Maguire hasn't been exactly subtle about it. Yeah, like people no, but, have talked to me in public, and he's been like, "Wink, wink, I can't <laughs> say anything because of my NDA." Wink, wink. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> it's, it's a now that now that the multiverse, like we knew it existed, but, but yeah. now that it it is visibly exists, yeah, it's no, interesting. We to already think knew about this the, was coming. Yeah, it's just I didn't know before the show came out. I didn't know that they were going to actually show that the multiverse wasn't a thing until the events in the last episode. Yeah, kind of thing. And well, that, yeah. that the event like, it was a, it was a thing they had to contain. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still I'm still not convinced on Callum's quick point. I'm still not convinced they're going to bring. We're not, I don't think we're going to see the X Men for a long time. I don't think they're going to bring I, it in. No, yeah. so I was talking about this with my dad the other day uh, because he's been rewatching all the X Men movies from the start, Oof. and I'm like, they're gonna ha MCU is gonna have a really hard time. We already talked about this on, yeah, yeah. when Spider Man came out, and, and probably in other episodes. But like they're gonna have a really hard time because how are they gonna explain where all these mutants came from? And I yeah. think we even talked about with Wandavision. 
where I was like, well, they could do the snap thing where people who came back have, have been altered. Or that would be the easiest. M. Yeah, that would be the easiest. M, which oh, that'd be the easiest way, doing. right? But they should have done it then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think if they are going to do it, they're going to wait quite a yeah, while. Yeah, I think I, so. I think it'll be post-Fantastic Four. Yeah, I think they should do Fantastic which Four we'll talk, first, we'll especially to. with who, who we're going <laughs> to talk about very yeah. soon. Um, but also... Yeah, like they can do it. I it might also be interesting if they maybe do it as a TV show first, like the yeah. X Men TV. Yeah, show. Th- that way at least and they'd have time take, to develop. Do it really slowly it. and take their time with it, and yeah. and really explain why things are the way they are. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's a good idea. It's um, all yeah. I mean, the the problem with the problem with talking about this stuff is it's all just speculation yeah no but we had to then, at least address the elephant in the room yeah, in regards yeah, to the multiverse yeah, it's just, every time a marvel thing comes out we all go oh here's all the theories and then like next the next week we're like oh all those were wrong yeah and then the, yeah it's like it's not till the next movie that, that we can really but talk they could about do it any way they want you know especially when yeah. you look at the multiverse I, I just think and it's the hard. cosmic elements yeah. it's like you could go oh well and then there was a stone that gave all these people powers and i'd be like yeah sure why yeah not? <laughs> yeah, that's also a good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's one of those things where since there's no way to do it from a comic book perspective because the X-Men just exist in comics, there's no rights issues. Yeah. It's like, no matter how they're going to do it, it's just going to be one of those situations where you're going to be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Or they'll as do it in a really lame way like Ryan Reynolds has been trying with Taika Waititi. Did you see the YouTube his YouTube page. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll do the it. In, they would do it in a really lame way. That'll be on the official YouTube channel of Marvel, <laughs> being like introduction to the X Men with Ryan the, Reynolds. One thing <laughs> sitting on a couch watching thing, a movie or something. The, the one thing that I would hate is if they're like, oh yeah, Infinity Stones gave a hundred thousand people across the world powers. I'd be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that's I, that's because they I, keep doing it. <laughs> they keep, like nobody I, has superpowers in the MCU. Naturally I think speaking, it's, it's also going to be hard to like if they are going to introduce the school, the the Xavier school, and Xavier. Like they can't do that. Like you can't do that quickly. No, yeah. you can't just be like everyone who's snapped. Is it now needs a, a TV mutant, show. Yeah. And this guy who's just been turned into a mutant uh, is now starting a school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you, I guess you could. But it's it like be, the Jeff be, Bezos of like the Earth world. You're like a billionaire, be, got powers, and he's be, like, I'm gonna be, start a school. It would be a sort of um, young X Men kind of uh, X Men Origins kind of thing, where it's like Professor uh, Professor X hasn't been a mutant for so many years, isn't a mentor. He's just Th- a guy a, who brought I mean, people together. Again, which they could, could be do they could do it with the multiverse with like they should other, just do it with the multiverse they just do it with the multiverse and In be the, like you know what they should you know what they could do they should re redo the events of infinity war or uh, endgame like the end battle but replace all the avengers with x-men and be like, in this universe, oh. the X-Men have been the Avengers the whole time. Yeah. And now with the timelines, they're kind of crossing That's over. smart. Yeah. That's How cool smart. Would that be? That would be very yeah. cool. Because then send we'd us, also get a seal uh, of powers. Send us the check. Send us yeah. a check. Yeah, we'll maybe. be right back after this short break. You are back on the Tuesday Review talking all things Loki and Marvel Phase 4. Um we were talking about how, you know, possible ways now, as we always do, every time there's a new big Marvel movie, how can we bring the X-Men in? Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> that's what we do. Because um, <laughs> we're obsessed. But 
James is talking about, you know, obviously, and this is a we're talking about it because this is the the show that brings in the multiverse as official canon, and yeah. it's happening in front of us, right? Yeah. So it's very exciting. Yeah, uh, I think the, to me, one of the also the obvious ways is, as James said, you know, you could we could play Infinity War from or Endgame from the perspective yeah. of the X Men being the Avengers, which yeah. is super cool. Instead of like I am Iron Man, is like I it's am Magneto, Cyclops, I am yeah. Cyclops, which yeah. would be incredibly cool. Yeah, but also like a more standard plain way to do it would just be to be like yeah as the like as sort of james said you have the x-men be the avengers in quotes yeah of their planets but then that would also give us all the years of canon they can play with from the x-men because uh, we we're saying the big problem with bringing the x-men in now is you a lot of these characters would say like professor x and magneto have their roots in world war Two mm. and the camps and all that kind of stuff, you mm. know, being taken away by the parents, all the sort of stories that were through World War Two and the Holocaust, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how can you do that in a modern day context? You can't because it's not like that's yeah, not the where history, the characters the, we're are. Too his, we're too yeah. far removed. We're too far removed from o- that. The only problem is then you start getting into. I mean, you. How do I explain? Then this? I'm also not a comic expert. There may be other Professor X's that don't oh, have that sort look, of backstory. Realistically, yeah, but you can change the backstories however you oh, need. Oh yeah, to. yeah. But like, like, cause, cause then, like, cause they can introduce the X Men from a different uh, universe, a, a different timeline, um, and then they could do movies. If you set, if you set movies in that universe. You have to make it clear that this is not in the main MCU universe, which is yeah. why things don't match up. Um, but then you run the risk of like pre prequely problems yeah. where you're like flashing back and showing, oh, this is how Cyclops became Cyclops and Wolverine became Wolverine. And it's like, well, we already already saw all of this. And also it's taking place in a different timeline to the MCU yeah. that we've already seen. But yeah, I mean, they, I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. It might again. It might not even happen for fifteen years, if at all. Yeah, (laughs) it'll be a few years at least. (laughs) Um, Look, I I guess technically we are a little bit closer, right? Because we've got the certain bad guy has his roots somewhat with the X Men Uh, and stuff like that, and uh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. So what? So the the spoilers. I know we announced it earlier, but big spoilers. Um, The puppet master of the TVA is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Now, well, well, he argues he's not King well, the Con- He's been called okay, King the Conqueror. Okay. He's, he's a, not an evil. He's a, he who remains. Yeah. yeah. He's a um, version of Kang. Kang. Yeah. Now, I will say, let's not. It's just Kang. We're just going to call him Kang the Conqueror because yeah. that's who he is. He might want to be a good guy. Well, no, no, no. We'll, we we'll, we call him Kang for the shorthand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kang. But we'll talk about the Conqueror aspect. Yeah. Well, um. That's true. I'm being un. I'm being yeah. unkind. Yeah. So essentially, in the Fantastic Four. One of the big, the, the big bad guy of the Fantastic Four, and at at some level, the MC, the, mom, the comics universe the, as a yeah, whole, is Doctor Doom. Yeah. One of Doctor Doom's big, big, big descendants is Kang. He's, yeah, Kang is a scientist from the 31st century. Yeah. He's like Doctor Doom if Doctor Doom was like a cosmic multiversal traveler. Yeah. Who, who, all, may, who may be a descendant of Doctor Doom, but may also be a descendant of Reed Richards. In... I know in the comics, it, it, the ones I've seen, he refers to himself primarily as a relative of Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Um, now, what makes Kang different is he's like Doctor Doom is interested in controlling his country and Earth. Yeah. Kang wants to control existence as a concept. Yeah. 
if every, that makes sense. Every possible Every universe. multiverse, kind of yeah. every timeline, what He's have like you. He's like Dr. Doom on crack. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And he wears this cool mask. Yeah. And uh, his colors are like kind of like purpley and blue. Purple, yeah. Green. And um, anyway, he's he's like a genius. He, but the whole, the interesting aspect to Kang is that because he's smart and every version of Kang is smart. Yeah. They all know about the multiverse. So there's like they're all trying to conquer. Yeah, council but of Kangs. they all know about each other. Yeah. So there's a council of Kangs. Yeah. So the, the the interesting thing about this, especially in the comics, is they all work together to help achieve the common Kang goal. Yeah. But they're all, of working course, because they're Kang, they're yeah. all working against each other behind the scenes. Yeah. And like the Kang is the perfect entrance. The Kang character is the perfect entrance to the multiverse for people who don't really know about it. Yeah. Because there's all different types of Kangs. They come in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. All different personality types. But they're all villains. They all yeah. want the same goal. He's gone through. He's gone. He's gone by many different names and personas. Yeah. So I think that's what's really interesting about the reveal at the end of Loki. And we all knew. Well, deep down, we all knew it was going to be Kang. Oh yeah, everyone because, knew. Yeah. How could it not be Kang? Yeah. But it's like the reveal is like. You know, you get to that castle at the end of time. Yeah, and as per- and as soon as you saw the castle at at the end of episode five, I believe, it was like, well, yeah. who lives in a castle? Yeah, Doctor Doom. Yeah, who's related to Doctor Doom? <laughs> Kang. <laughs> at least that was my my, my logic was, was of course he'd live in a castle. <laughs> but it's like, and then the, and it's like the doors open, and it's like he's just like a weird, kooky guy. To be yeah. fair, you'd also be weird and kooky. But that's what I'm getting yeah. at. He's, yeah. It's because he's been alone by himself at the end for like of thousands time of years or whatever. for God knows how long yeah. kind of playing well, he had puppet he quantified master. time at the end of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how long has he been there? He's been there a day or has he been there for a million, billion years? Yeah. But it's like, that's the thing. He's like, Jonathan Majors, who was cast as Kang, is playing this guy and he's being really quirky it's- and weird and it's so out of character for Kang. Yeah. No, but that's but what's going to be sense. really interesting. Exactly, right. it, but it makes yeah. sense for this version because he he's who insane. Marines, yeah, because this version specifically not, says to Loki and Sylvie, the, yeah, the others are not like me. I'm the good one. Yeah. Yeah. If if you want the worst ones, then you can kill me and do whatever yeah. you want with the timeline. But I was like, I'm the one keeping it. In I was line. initially salty when I when yeah, I saw right? it, and then I'm like, this. I'm like, they're doing an Iron Man on me again. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how am I supposed to keep dealing yeah, with, no, the, yeah. with this? But then eventually, like, yeah, I came around to it. As the scene goes on, oh yeah, yeah I, I did realize what they're no, doing. No, he explicitly says, yeah, there are others like me. Yeah. They are not nice. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get to see the mask, which was the only thing I wanted. So that's a shame. But I, I think. This, we will see it eventually. He, yeah, here's my thing, right? Is this is what I like about the ending? Is like he you, he he throws. If you're a fan of Kang or if you know him from the comics, he throws you off because he's this weird, quirky guy wearing sandals and a robe, and he he's like, he's not very Kang esque. And then he starts explaining the Council of Kangs, or at least the multiverse version yeah. of Kang, with his little hologram thing. I'm like, okay, and they started to get me on their side. And then he's like, look, I've been keeping the TVA running and pruning all the timelines. Yeah, so Kangs don't come out of the woodwork. uh, Yeah, he's like, because there are versions of me that are so horrible. Uh, I just love the mental image of like Kangs kind of like biting at the, chomping at the bit to kind of get into the multiverse to like burn it all down. But you've got that one Kang whose sole job it is to stop himself from destroying the multiverse. And And then so he who remains is interesting character because it's like he's he's the one trying to hold things together and he's like you can kill me 
but then you're gonna have to deal with me. Yeah, because he's the only one smart right. enough to stop then, what's coming. Yeah, and then when he when Sylvie stabs him and he says something like "See you soon," yeah, it's like oh my god. And then Loki wake uh, goes back to the TVA and it's not the TVA. Yeah, and you it's get like the, a, you see the statue. You see the giant statue of, and that's when you like reveal that that's who Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, the guy was he who remains. He who yeah. remains was the quote unquote best version the nicest version of kang yeah the version we're going to get now is the versions villain. is the real like the dictator the real the over villain, the top yeah. evil genocidal maniac and that's what i'm excited about but he, and uh, this might be getting my hopes up but if they are doing this multiverse thing i think it'll be really really interesting if Jonathan Majors plays a different version of Kang in each of the movies, I hope so. Leading up to that'd be cool. The reveal of the one big bad yeah. Kang the Conqueror. Well, do you remember when they when they did the the uh, leading up to um, Infinity uh, Endgame, mm. Infinity War? Yeah, Infinity War. The the which one was the first one? Endgame. Infinity or? War. Yeah, and you 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 get in the stingers, and each time that they'd be picking up a new yeah. stone or fine, or I'll do it myself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's something like that, where each yeah. time you get to see a slightly that's, different Kang. But that's what I'm like. I'm hoping that they give the. I know. I know a lot of the audience are teens or you know younger younger people, um, but I'm hoping they give the audience credit enough. To where... To connect the dots themselves. Yeah, to where it's like every time a Kang is introduced, Jonathan Majors can play... Like, they're different, maybe a different costume, slightly different personality, maybe slightly different goal. Yeah. But it's always him. And then eventually... They could also do different sort of stuff with the makeup, right? You could have Kang's... Jonathan Majors. Yeah. But you could have Kang without an eye, Kang with some battle Kang scars. Kang with a mask. Yeah. 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 I hope Kang like, with a mask is like the big bad uh, Yeah, guy. and I hope Kang... I hope the main one, Kang the Conqueror, has the weird blue mask. Because I think that's really cool. Yeah, and iconic I know, looking. I yeah. know they'll do something where he might have it on for one they'll, second they'll, and then take it off and then he won't everywhere. They, I'm going to get annoyed. Yeah. They're going to do something dumb. Yeah. It's going to be like Taskmaster. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. turns out Kang was a robot all along. <laughs> oh, a robot army. <laughs> yeah, created by Doctor Doom. I, I would say I, I like... actually. I like it's the whole... Doom-bots. I, I like the whole... The show's whole kind of... Well, f- f- I guess, forgive the pun, variations on a theme, right? Yeah. Where, like, you've got sort of like... Kang is looking... Kang's looking at Sylvie and Loki, and he's just like, I know what you're all about. I also have difficult feelings about myself, <laughs> yeah. right? Because yeah. like Kang probably he's he he's a thousand steps ahead of what they're doing, mm, that's and true. it's like you got Loki and Sylvie or Loki and Loki. Like the whole the whole show is just about battling yourself self, essentially, yeah, self self acceptance, self acceptance, and yeah. kind of self self defense is the wrong word, but like you got like Kang who like he knows all the other variants, even he's trying his yeah. best. That's his life's goal, universe goal to stop himself. Yeah. From doing yeah. the bad thing, right? Yeah. And you've got Loki in one aspect is at the end, he's trying to stop Sylvie from doing the bad thing. Yeah. So it's like you've sort of... It's, it's interesting. It's self-love, but it's also trying to do the right thing outside of your better nature. Yeah, it's interesting because the Loki we outside see... Per, not better nature, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, with the, like we said, the Loki we see was super evil like a few minutes before the start of the show. And he has to get to the point where he is in the finale, 
where he's begging Sylvie to trust him. Um, and what's interesting is, you know, this is the first time in all the movies where he's telling the truth. That's mm. only because it's to himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean, right? It's like it took yeah. this long for him to finally like be, quote unquote, good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he had to realize that there was much more at stake. Yeah. I think I think Disney did good work with this show. Marvel did good work with this show because it can be a lot deep. Like obviously, it's it's a good watch at a surface level, but oh, there's a lot of yeah. there's layers. Of, there's there. there's layers and the there's stuff that you can really dig into, especially yeah, if, especially if you want to explore yeah. the comic book side of things and the the deeper lore. Yeah, exactly. Like this this show yeah. is it's it's accessible enough for beginners, and it also gives you it can give you things to think about. It can be rewarding for people yeah. who want to look through the lore as well. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Easter eggs. And yeah, a lot of themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it it rewards you for knowing stuff about the comic books. But if you don't know stuff about the comic books, it gives you a lot to sink your teeth into and uh, familiarize also, yourself. Also, we, we didn't talk about this yet, but Kang is not that great a guy, right? Because he allowed the TVA to be run by brainwashed. I'm pretty sure innocence. he doesn't. He admit that he's also done bad things. Like, oh he's yeah, not, oh yeah. No, yeah. He, this version of Kang. He's, he's still, a manipulator. He's still an evil dictator, yeah. but he's like, I'm the least worst one yeah. sort yeah. of thing. And he's kind of a manipulator because we, found, found, we also find out that all the variants, uh, all the people working for the TVA are variants, right? Or yeah. they've been stolen innocence. Because they, they, they thought that they were created by the... Um, the timekeepers. The timekeepers, yeah, but that yeah. turns out that they're all just no. uh, taken from time, the time and, stream. And uh, that's a quote Mobius, maybe I actually did have a jet ski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we never saw him get his jet ski. I th- I feel like that's the only reason they greenlit season two. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I want to mention. This was also the first Marvel show to actually get a second yeah. season. So that's the thing. Uh, so right? there's still meat on the bone. So I was gonna say they were gonna leave Kang well, for another film, but of course there's a second season. I wonder. I'm but wondering they, if there was a conversation halfway down the line where they were like, "This has got too much story on it. Let's yeah. cut it in half." I I no no. I feel like what happened was like because WandaVision is only gonna be. I mean, a miniseries, it's a contained thing that'll lead into Doctor Strange and the rest of the movies. Falcon and Winter Soldier could have another season many years in the future, but really it was just a way to... To hand the top pass Oh, exactly, yeah, and right? Loki gives us the biggest ball-breaking cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, and Loki could just be a one-off and you get to the end point and you're like, all right, now they're setting up Kang and the uh, the multiverse for the rest of the movies, for yeah. Doctor Strange and Ant-Man and all the other movies where there's going to be the multiverse and um, uh, to, to different yeah. timelines and all that. Yeah. But then at the end, it was like a surprise, there's going to be a season two. Yeah. And I feel like, and because Kate Heron and the, the director of all the episodes, who did a great job, by the way. Yeah, beautiful. This direction. is the first time where a Marvel property not just tv show but property in the last few years where i've gone like the writers and directors did a really good job and not like this is this it you know i guess in a way it is the exception to the rule now but a lot of the showrunners on this show were ladies right yeah and it's quite possibly a lot of of the creative crew was a lot of the creative crew were women on this specific show and it's amazing. Yeah. Like the show is amazing so everyone who says it's like oh you know all the kind of sexism around the industry 
You know what? This is probably one of the better yeah. shows we've I had. This, there was some, there was let alone Marvel. I saw things. someone first down on Twitter was like, "You ruined Loki," to the to the, yeah, to the showrunner. It's I'm just like, misogyny. I'm like, what? I, obviously, I don't engage with people on Twitter, but I'm like, Look, what mean, on earth are these people thinking? Yeah, I mean, this we, is the we, best property we've had in a long we, time. We talk about this all the time. There's always people you can't please, and there's always yeah, people yeah. who are going to hold like the original source material so dear that any variation, no pun intended, is gonna yeah piss them off. But um yeah, no, Kate, ten out of ten to all the creative. Yeah, yeah. I hope they keep them on for season two. Like, but I, th- but that, that's what I was getting at, right? Apparently, none of them are returning. Uh, they didn't even. I, I don't think they even know that season two was happening. So I feel like it was a higher ups decision, like an executive decision. Yeah, Cash like, in on how good season yeah, one it's is. Like they they saw the buzz, people were liking it, and so they were like, "Gotta do season two. So I'm thinking. Season one is self-contained okay. and leads into the movies, but season two will take place sometime down the in line a f- in a yeah. few years after they kind of figure out where to put it. Well, I, I just ass- I just assumed that it was going to pick up right where it left off because you got Loki who's exited. Yeah, the, well, I mean, we'll have to see the but, castle, but and now he's in like a TVA, TVA building with Kang yeah, statues. But but it's like if you, I'm pretty sure Kang's going to be the villain in ant-man so they say yeah so so like but he could also be the villain in multiverse of madness i mean yeah or he could at least be in an end credit scene or something but like if loki season two take takes place after that they're gonna have to deal with the ramifications of what happens in that movie so i think that it's entirely possible that season two will just be Loki trying to escape. So it's like, we don't necessarily know what season yeah. two is going to be about. We know Kang will at least feature in it. To what extent, we don't know. I mean, it, we can assume really he will be the... It really depends on what they do with Kang in the movies. Yeah. Because like you can imagine Kang being the big bad for these movies, and then they're like, okay, season two. And it's like, you can't just start Loki because now the audience knows who Kang is. He's been the big bad in all these movies. Yeah. So you'd have to start season two of Loki with like Loki in the middle of what's happened in all these other movies. Like I said, well, but also probably not. I don't know. I, I, I assumed that Loki would become the season two would be coming out next year or 2023 at the latest that it's, uh, because it just says Loki will return for season two. Yeah. I'm like, well, I would, uh, to be honest, if they were going to plan season two to be six, seven years down the line, I would rather that they just didn't announce it at all and then have a surprise. Yeah, well, it won't be two. that long. But because uh, like I think the next few, what are the next few movies? We got Shang Chi. We got Shang. Shang Chi is the next one. And uh, we got Spider Man coming out at some point in time. So hang on, I got the timeline here. Shang Chi September twenty one. Uh, Eternals September uh, November twenty twenty one. Spider Man December twenty twenty one. Doctor Strange March twenty twenty two. Thor, May 2022. Black Panther, July 2022. I suppose it could come out after Thor. Like, if they did one next yeah, year. So there, like, there's at least some room there. The, so, the next one is Shang-Chi, which probably won't have a lot to do with the multiverse mm. stuff. Eternals has might have to do with cosmic stuff, but not necessarily the timeline stuff. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, the rumor is it'll have the yeah. different Peter Parkers and all that. Which, yeah, that's fun, but Spider-Verse already kind of did it. And also, 
it leans too much on the nostalgia, I think. Whereas something like Loki's, it's showing you all these different versions of Loki, but it's like, we haven't really seen them before. It's not doing a nostalgia thing. Of, yeah. Hey, that guy who used to play Loki's coming back. Yeah. Hey, look, it's Tobey Maguire, everyone. Do yeah. you remember the, do you remember Spider-Man 3? Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do the, do the jazz dance. Like <laughs> then Doctor Strange comes out after that. And that's the one I think where you'll start to see the real multiverse stuff. Yeah. Then Thor comes out, which is back to the cosmic stuff. Yeah. Then Black Panther, which probably is not going to contain much stuff. Then the Marvels, which is like, going to be the sequel to Captain Marvel. Could be more cosmic. Which, which will be more cosmic. So maybe Etern- that'll be Eternals and Thor stuff and Guardian stuff. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out in November, uh, February yeah, and 2023. Kang's, su- Kang's supposedly involved yeah. in that. So that's 2023. So, I mean, if they do Loki next year... Loki might be that kind of middle through line between yeah, yeah between they might like, set up Kang the Conqueror for being the big on, bad. They might in, not they might not have like they might introduce Kang, but it, he might not have an immediate villain role because Loki is a villain. So as far as Kang's concerned, hmm. he might say see Loki or she yeah, Loki might just on which version ma- of Kang. Kang might just like, manipulate Loki. Yeah, they might just <laughs> be like, Oh hey, you're Loki, I know you. We fought Captain America that one time. Ha ha and he'll be like Okay, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, but I think this version of Loki, what we've seen him go through, and what we see, yeah. what we saw. But him Kang's not going to necessarily know his development arc. Yeah. So I'm saying we'll see what happens because it's, on at least on paper, from Kang's perspective, it's villain and villain. Yeah. If it's we not expect, like, it's not like yeah. Captain Marvel versus Kang, or it's not like oh look, yeah. it's Reed Richards. I hate Reed Richards. But I think I think they'll place Loki at some point between other multiverse movies to sort of tie yeah. in together. But I think they, they could also, like I was saying before, they could also introduce different versions of Kang, not necessarily yeah. the main, big main yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could even kill kill, kill him off or whatever. And so it's like, and then he keeps coming back. And so he's this never-ending villain who's, it's technically not the same guy. Yeah. But he just uh, keeps coming would, back and he gets worse I'd prefer, I'd, I would I'd, like that the opening, really cool. I would like the opening then, stinger to be the Council of Kangs. Yeah. And they're like setting yeah. up yeah. plans. Can, and can so either, every subsequent movie, we see the different you, Kangs you can just do, from trying to levels, carry out. You can do it two ways. You can start it with the Council of Kangs. And so you're telegraphing to the audience. There's more than one. Oh, yeah. There's different Hundreds versions. Of them, yeah. This, that, and the other. Or you can just introduce different Kangs in different movies and different sting end yeah. credit stingers. The audience has no idea what's going on, especially people yeah. who are not familiar with comics. And then in in Quantumania, Ant-Man or whatever, you introduce the Council of Kangs and you see them all there and you're like, oh, that's but where it, they're coming from. It'd be cool if they have the same outfit or a similar outfit, but like a number. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's very like sixties Batman. You know, that's a bit yeah. much. But yeah, like it would be. They could all. They they should all look different. Um, well, especially if they want. They if they like each Kang thinks they are the Kang. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's like they don't want to be all kind of uniform. Yeah. And yeah. like Jonathan Majors should play play the most all of, them. of them. Yeah. There should be like maybe a female one or like a, a slightly different version looking one did maybe yeah. different i do like they did in loki have a have like you know there was a couple of tom hiddlestons and then yeah. you got like yeah like keep a variety but i mean tom, jonathan major should play yeah, at yeah. Least half. <laughs> a <laughs> sloth in the kang outfit <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious <laughs> That'd be great. Ha- no have like um have like uh some like giant um sort of gorilla guy and have like kong the conqueror kong. Like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> too much of a cheesy <laughs> joke you're like 
Because we got alligator, we got like yeah. all the different um, sort of animals. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, they, they they can do, they could do they anything. Can anything. I, I think yeah, the the sky's the limit the, when it comes yeah, to variants. It's like I said before, the problem 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 we have is like all we can do is speculate and Kang nerd Kong. out and theorize, and it's well, like the the only thing we can be certain of is that I'm pretty sure they've announced Fantastic Four, haven't they? Or at least I think, intention to. I think to. they said they intend to make it, but and this a, this is a very it's when. a very clear through line uh, from introducing Kang to the MCU. Yeah. I think so. That's one thing. It'll, we, it also because they Kang, could also tie Reed Richards into the whole Kang thing. Yeah, because Kang is such an important Fantastic Four villain, and and Fantastic Four is such a big part of the M- you Marvel wouldn't know universe. it you wouldn't know it by the mcu but that's what i'm saying yeah. is at this point it's so late in the game yeah. that for them to introduce fantastic four they'd have to do a really good job and then if if they're doing if they're if they're setting this up as as they're kind of they're going to do another end game in 10 years with um kang instead of thanos and fantastic four is a big part in defeating him I feel like if you're going to do that, you have to start introducing Fantastic Four I now. Think, Otherwise, you so end up with a Captain Marvel situation. I think, yeah, exactly. I, where you're just like, oh, if Reed Richards rocks up right yeah, at the they're end. They're not alone. He's a team of scientists. I don't know when the Fantastic <laughs> movie is coming out. Is it before? Or do we have oh, any information? Have, that, no, there's nothing. I think yeah. a good entry point for the Fantastic Four would possibly be the Ant-Man movie, right? Because it's both science-related yeah. sort of uh, Yeah, oh, we're stuck in a quantum bubble. Who do we know? I'll get yeah. Reed Richards on the phone. No, even yeah, not even that. Science? Maybe they did. Na- they did name drop in WandaVision. They name dropped oh. a quantum physicist or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, not a quantum physicist. Yeah. A astrophysicist or something. Yeah. And, and everyone pe- was like, oh my God. Everyone was like, Reed Richards. And then they never kind of picked yeah, that, that up I again. reckon they could possibly... So he could int- be... He, yeah. Yeah, he could they be They could bring it into Ant-Man being like, oh, Ant-Man busted also, his suit. Uh, I heard they, about this guy that might be able to help you. When, when in one of the movies, when someone buys the Avengers Tower from Tony Stark and... I don't think it was ever revealed who that was. And everyone was like, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, I don't know. So, I don't... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they did There might be little breadcrumbs. Yeah. I'll laugh if the breadcrumbs have been delayed for like the last 10 years, but because rights issues, they have to be really subtle about it. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's the same with the X-Men. It's like, because they weren't allowed to even say the word mutant, it's just going to be so hard for them to, yeah. to introduce this kind of stuff. You know? Look, Almost out of time, but look, Loki was pretty good, at least for yeah. our live part yeah, portion of our podcast uh, for listeners. Do watch it. Yeah, uh, it's uh, 10 out of 10 Owen Wilson wows. Yeah, he didn't, 10 wows. He didn't wow in the show, though, but that's uh, that's why it was a good performance because it's yeah, not. That's, it's not, it was a restrained Owen yeah, Wilson. It's not, regular, it's yeah. not your regular. It's not your regular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone will do an edit on YouTube of hit, like yeah. him just saying wow all the time, <laughs> even though he doesn't say it. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Alrighty, um, that's all we have for the live portion of the program. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more programming. Um, please like and listen to the show on your streaming or podcast providers. Rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Shout Engine, wherever you listen. We are most likely there. Welcome back to the Tuesday Review. Uh, we are talking all things Loki. Um, as we were saying, look, it's a good show. It, it got 10 out of 10 Owen Wilson Wales. 
<laughs> which is rare for us. Ten which wows. is rare. We're, like we're, I enjoy, we're, we're tough customers. Yeah. We are tough sales. Oh, I look, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, look, I'm a soft look, touch. Yeah, like, like you, know, you know me, I don't like giving things a number grade. I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. It's not the best show. But no. considering the other shows, I thought I would like them more. And this one ended up being uh, much more interesting. Yeah. And very, much more promising for the Very creative. Fu- yeah, much more promising for the future of the MCU. Yeah. Because last week we were in a deep... Uh, last episode we were in a deep pit of despair <laughs> over the yeah. MCU. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which exactly. Which I think might I, happen again I, depending on how bad you know, Shang-Chi if, and the Eternals and... Uh, if I had to go on Black Widow, Spider-Man. I'd say they have no creativity. They didn't have a spark. Yeah. But then Loki has everything you want. It has yeah. that adventurous spirit. Yeah, it seems it's, like they're having more fun. Like, it's not it like, like, you know, yeah. they could have had the whole thing set in a TVA and they would have done a passable job at having just a mystery within the TVA itself. Yeah. But the fact that they went multiversal, they went to the, the, um, the void or whatever... Mm. Um, like they really played with it. They weren't afraid to, to deep into the law. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they weren't afraid to pull out some names and say, what can we do with these characters? Yeah. Which is what you want to see. You want to see some Even, deep cuts. Yeah. It, some like, B grade characters. That's something interesting for season two is because, uh, Judge Renslayer. I wasn't at, aware at she was end, an actual comic character yeah, until at, I watched the at, behind at the scenes. The, at the end of the season one, she's like, I'm going to go off and find out who the real guy behind the TVA is. And I was just kind of like, oh, well, okay. And then there's like season two and I was just like... But are we in a different multiverse now? Yeah, and that's the thing is like... But she stepped through the door. So she's already in a different timeline. So like... But how many timelines split off? So anyway, my point is, is in the comic books, like Kang is obsessed with... I think she's a princess or something. Princess Renslayer. Yeah. And, um, And like, so... It's like, and there's like a bit of a thing between them. So it'd be interesting for this version of of Is it Kang that's obsessed to, with her? <laughs> well, no, no, to her, for her to be going after Kang and finding him and them starting a little thing, you know? That's interesting. Because I'm like, that's that's an interesting idea. They could do a lot of things. Like season two, because like I said, not sure how season two is going to go, especially if the movies are going to continue on with this Kang thing. Um. But yeah, that that would be an interesting thing, yeah. especially because because Mobius doesn't remember Loki when he gets back. Like the timeline's been completely changed, so there's a lot they can play with. And I think at the end of the day, like we're speculating about, oh, I wouldn't be cool if Kang was the bad guy in all the movies, but it's a slightly different version. I think they'll just do a Thanos where Kang will show up right at the end of the credits, and like the, the yeah, e- yeah. each each individual movie will have his own villain who yeah. gets defeated at the end, and there'll be a Kang scene at and the end, be a yeah. Kang or a, or a reference to something, yeah. And then it's not till Quantum Mania where Kang will present himself, a, yeah, yeah, or at least a version of Kang or the Council yeah. or something. But we'll see. I don't know. It's all speculation, and we should probably shut up because next week they'll announce something that completely <laughs> destroys all of our <laughs> our, our so, ideas uh, and theories. Uh, to issue a correction. It seems, after doing some quick research, it seems that Kang's heritage is kind of convoluted. He's he's listed as both a descendant of Reed Richards and Doctor Doom. Yeah, see, that's what I was so saying. So, it's kind of confusing, because whenever I read the, the comics that I read, which yeah, granted were older comics, 
I haven't read the more modern comics yeah. where they might have kind of retconned but, that. But even in the more more modern ones, he's very closely connected to Doctor Doom. Like yeah. he's always he's always yeah. um, associated yeah. with Doctor Doom. And in Doom. like the seventies and eighties comics that I love so much, he's mm. he's always been like, oh, you know, Doom, ha, I'm related to Doom. Yeah. But the, it turns out that there is a connection to Reed Richards as well. Yeah. Which and again, comic. There's so many comics it, I might have missed. Yeah, it. it's comic. I mean, but the, he's connected to both. Both apparently. Yeah. But also, considering there's so many different versions of him and so many different timelines... It's possible there's Kangs who would focus on the Richards connection, yeah. Kangs who would focus on the Doom connection, and yeah. so on. Yeah, and it could be any number of things. But yeah, so that's interesting. Just a correction if... I just... This makes me worried, because, I mean, that, they've, never, they've never been able to make a good Fantastic Four movie, and therefore, they've never been able to make a good Doctor Doom. Yeah. And... More so than screwing up Fantastic Four, like the the main four p- characters, I'm more afraid of them screwing up Doctor Doom. Yeah, especially because so, he's such an iconic character. Yeah, he has a so, his, his personality. Yeah, he's is so, so over big, the top, yeah, dramatic. Big, <laughs> uh, one, please, if Disney listening, please introduce when you're introducing Doctor Doom many years in the future. Please introduce him with MF Doom. <laughs> no, just yeah. because it's so like on brand. Also, like he has to toot a horn when he's told not to toot a horn, and uh, you know the meme. Yeah, Doom toots as he pleases. Doom does as he pleases. Yeah. But like, I'm because they're kind of introducing Kang first. I yeah, I'll be interested to see how they introduce Doctor Doom, if at all. Maybe yeah, I was gonna just, say they might just skip him. Yeah, or they might bring him in years down the line. That'll Realistically, I think he'll probably get oh, Doom. Will probably be announced the obvious, with the Fantastic Four no, movie. Yeah, I was right? The obvious, the obvious answer would be that's the easy. Doom is point. the villain of the Fantastic Four movie. At the end of the Fantastic Four movie, Kang stops Doom from losing or dying. Oh, or that would be interesting you. if if Doom Doom is the villain in the first Fantastic Four movie, and he gets rescued by at the Kang. end, either at the end of the movie or in, during the end credits scene. Kang rocks up and be like, look, dude, I'm going to help you out. And then yeah. it cuts to black. And then it's like the next sort of big movie with like all the big combined effort movies, like Doctor Doom and yeah. Kang working together. Oh, maybe instead of just one big bad. But see, they, they've already got the Council of Kang. So they've yeah. already got one you don't more, want to more than one villain. You don't want to oversaturate it, it with Kang Yeah, Doom he, he well. might all be played by the same guy. Or he might all technically be the same guy, but it's technically more than one villain, which I think is really interesting. I, yeah. I, I want them to play with that. So then, for them to then introduce Doctor Doom as well might be a bit much. Yeah, Doctor Doom could always just be another version of Kang. I think that would the I mean, most dangerous it would, Kang. It, it, it <laughs> wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be super comic accurate. But yeah, but I could also see how that would work just for the the way the MCU yeah. operates. Yeah, uh, especially if it's because. Like, because there's, like I said, there's and so we'll many... All roll, and we'll, you, all roll our, we'll all roll our eyes when Doom takes off his helmet when he's defeated and it's Kang. And we'll be like... <laughs> yeah. I know, I'd love that. You'll be like, oh, yeah. you don't have, You don't even have to have him, but you just have Kang say, I inherited this. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's like the big Kang controlling the scenes. Yeah. Where's the Doom outfit? Yeah. But it's Well, Kang. actually, that would also be interesting too, is you see Kang first. You see him get defeated in ten years from now at the end of this phase, or you know, the end of. Oh, this oh saga. Kang gets defeated, and, and then, in one final, one final Hail Mary, he goes back in time to yeah. the only person he knows who'll be his ally. Exactly, his descendant, Doctor Doom. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like D- he, Doom, come with me into the future. Yeah, either something like that, or they kind of show, they kind of do it backwards. They show, they show Kang, um, 
going through the movies, being the big bad villain. Get, and then they introduce Doctor Doom, and then Doctor Doom's the big bad villain after that. And then they introduce that it's actually just the same guy, except millions of years, oh, thousands of years yeah. apart, or at least the descended version. Like that. And then yeah. it's like that guy we just killed. He's his ancestor, and yeah. he's the, that would be. Look, no, it's, it's hard. we do this all the time. <laughs> Send yeah. us a check. And also, I know they can't do all this, but also now I'm going to be disappointed when they don't do something <laughs> as good as this. It's it's difficult because when you're operating with such restrictions that they have over the years with the licenses, mm. you don't want to oversaturate Kang and Doom at the same time. Yeah, no, you and don't. And so wanna, they're going to have to they're going to have to do something like that. Yeah, and le- unless they do actually make Doom like a TV show, and then they have Kang as the as like this the cinematic villain. Do you know what I mean? So, like, that way you could make Kang not an overall well, villain. If they did that... Uh, not Kang they, Doom, I should say. If they did that, then they should do Fantastic Four, the series. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm it's getting like I said, It's like I said with X-Men. It's like, yeah. do it slowly, introduce it slowly. And then you could hey, you could start Doom off as a neutral we'll character. See, we'll see. What, because because um, um, Monica was introduced in yeah. um, WandaVision, and they do name drop the astrophysicist yeah. or whatever he was supposed to be. Like, it could be in the Marvel's the sequel to that yeah it, they could maybe introduce some of the space stuff there but i'm assuming they'll want to introduce doom as a neutral character and then end him as a villain because you can't just have i think like i know they'll do that and they'll start him off as like a good scientist or whatever yeah i think we we might have talked about this a few weeks ago maybe when we we're talking about one division or something else like, they should just start it where he's an evil dictator trying to take over the world. I agree. And I think yeah. one of the reason, one of the theories that we came up with was in, is it WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they say that, oh, it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, uh, yeah, I need Zim- to Zim- yeah, Zemo yeah. says, after Zakovia was destroyed by Ultron, its surrounding neighbors kind of annexed it. And so it no longer exists. It's been picked apart. And we were like, wouldn't it be cool if um, Latveria, I think it was, which is Dr. Doom's country that he's a dictator of, was like next door to Zakovia and he kind of was slowly eaten up surrounding territories. Yeah. They should just do that. Like evil dictator, just start it with him being full dictator mode. Yeah. Don't just lean, lean into it. Don't introduce him as a... He was a weak guy and a scientist who got power. Da, 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 da. No, he's just yeah. evil. Because the, the the fun thing about Doctor Doom, <laughs> he's so over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. He's theatrical. Yeah, yeah. It's theatrically there, evil. There's a bit to explain it to people who who like this. This is the quintessential Doctor Doom moment, where in comic books, everyone, all the comic book, um, all the dialogue in the speech bubbles. It's always like the same font, the same point size text. Doctor Doom's is always bigger and more in your face. And there's actually a comic where I can't remember who it is. I think it might be Captain America. Like it's like a meta moment where someone notices that his speech bubble is bigger. And they're like to Doctor Doom, like, how do you do that? His ego. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Doctor Doom. He should just yell and like be big all the time. You know, yeah. he should be that kind of in-your-face, over-the-top villain. They, yeah. they, they should not We're be afraid... We're getting too excited over should, a villain that's not even confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> they, should not, they should not be afraid to ham it up. 
but yeah, like we're getting ourselves uh, yeah. worked up over something that probably will never happen <laughs> or will be inevitably disappointing. Yeah. All right. Well, should we end it up before we um, hype ourselves yes, to death? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> now nothing's going to live up to our no, expectations. We build it up in our head. But this is, you can see the difference between last yeah. episode. When's, oh, when's Mobius so crushed. Um, when's um, the Jared Leto vampire movie coming out? Hopefully never. Uh, hopefully never, yeah. yeah that, that's going to go in the new mutants bin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight yeah. to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Venom 2 trailer came out. I was like, not interested. Well, I didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Venom 1. Not interested. Yeah. I, the only reason I saw it is because my friend dragged me to see it. And I was like, not interested in any more of this. Thank you very much. Um, and we'll see what happens with the next Spider-Man. Because I'm not, I'm not sold on the whole. Look, I'm sold on it because it's got multiverse stuff to it. Yeah, we'll but see. like I said, it's like it feels more cash grab. Like, um, oh look, yeah, nostalgia. Um, yeah. Look, Toby's for all we know, it's, it's all literally really done, well done hearsay, and it has nothing to do with Andrew Garfield or Tom McGuire. Mm. And it's just like a, a oh, look, I wouldn't be against it. It's just it feels more. It, it feels like they're trying to profit off of uh, it. It feels Spider-verse. Like, it feels yeah. like Sony being like, give me money. And it feels like at the because at the end of Far From Home, where they where he reveals his uh, identity to the world, I feel like they they're gonna try and retcon that or they're gonna try to deal with that, and they might have to do that in an extreme way, which might be multiverses or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, enough <laughs> enough of that. We're we're um, rough course a bit. We need to wrap yeah, the we're, ship here. We're, we're also pretty much out of time. Yeah. We yeah we don't want to. Um, we we're, get, we're overhyping ourselves. Yeah, we're overhyping. Yeah. We don't want to um, keep, keep it in, boys. Keep rain it in, boys. Because yeah, yeah, we yeah, always yeah. Yeah. Just good good disappoint ourselves. <laughs> good show. Wouldn't prune it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, Shout Engine, uh, wherever you listen, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, um, we'll be. Back be sure in. to listen next week. Whatever you do. Do not miss out. It might be a special week. one. Uh, Maybe might be very, very special. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. Take it easy, and we'll see you next week. Adios, cousins.